0: Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Athlete Ready Global podcast. I am your host, Jared Saavedra. Today, I have a very special guest. His name is Desi Abeda, out in Tucson, Arizona. Desi is a registered dietitian, he's an entrepreneur, he's a podcaster, He is a leader of a huge community of men. He does so many great things that he's going to share with you today. I'm really proud to see him grow so much from being a young man to to what he is today. It's been awesome to see his growth in his career. I think you guys are going to enjoy this episode and get a lot out of it. If you have not already, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. We really appreciate it. Episode 10 with Desi Abeta is coming out now. Oh. Desi Abeta, thanks for
1: joining me today, man. How are you doing? I'm good, dude. I'm good. We get to have our round two with this, man. I'm always round excited two. to talk with you, brother. <laughs> Absolutely. We go way back,
0: man. So for the listeners, man, tell them a little bit about yourself. It's good to kind of reconnect with you for sure.
1: One hundred percent, man. I'm I, uh, super blessed to be on, man. So my name is uh, Desi Abeda. I'm online nutrition coach, dietitian, entrepreneur. Uh, so I come also from the the boot Albuquerque, New Mexico. So I, <laughs> I moved here uh, middle of my eighth grade year uh, to Tucson, Arizona, and and since then, man, it's it's been a it's been a really wild ride of trying to to figure out what I wanted to do in life and. So throughout the process uh, of just really enjoying culture, food, and health, you know, I, I wanted to primarily be a pediatrician, and then went through undergrad and was like, you know what, I'm not sure uh, I can do med school right now. So I ended up just falling into nutrition, which really just painted the path for me to become a registered dietitian. And so throughout that process, man, it's just it's just really been a whole lot of gratitude and love. Uh, for health and, and, and helping others, man. So it's, I'm super excited to have this round two with you, brother. Yeah, absolutely. What, where did you get your undergrad at? So I got at the university of Arizona. Okay. So, uh, bear down, man. Wildcats. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Did you play, did you play sports in high school? Did you end up playing ball still? I did. Yeah. So I, I ended up doing football and, and basketball. You know, I, I always joke with people, you know, I, I couldn't make it to the pro ranks because I'm, you know, five six, one sixty. but, you know, getting an (laughs) opportunity to do what I'm doing now, not only just in the online nutrition coaching space, um, but I just got done working two seasons with the Milwaukee Brewers. And so I had a chance to be a sports dietitian, hoping more elite level athletes, uh, you know, cater to their dreams. So, you know, because I couldn't go pro I I, I tried to work in pro. So, yeah, (laughs) that's awesome. That's awesome. So when you got out of school, did you go into what kind of setting were you in? right after Dude. you got out of school. So yeah, man, it's, it was a little bit, it, it, was, it was kind of weird because at the time, and, and this is kind of really what I think you and I will likely talk about at some point, which is the entrepreneurship piece. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, right. So when I got done with undergrad in 2012, um, right away, I was like, you know, like, I'm not sure I want to become a registered dietitian. There's a whole process. You know, I see myself uh, as like a, a food network star. Right. And I'd be lying to you if I said that I still didn't want to do that. Uh, But I ended up getting a job in uh, Vancouver, B.C. You know, one thing led to another. I got in trouble when I was like 18. So that came back to bite me. So I ended up uh, getting my work visa denied within a week of being there and got deported back to the States. Man, (laughs) I had
0: no idea that.
1: Yeah, man. it's uh, It's been quite the process. No so, that. wow. That's what I'm saying, bro. So, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, thinking back on it, I was like, oh, my gosh, that was one of the most painful uh, moments in my life. But at the same time, you know, I, I love the way that life works because I wouldn't have my beautiful wife, and my beautiful four-year-old daughter if it if that wasn't the case. But, um, you know, when that whole thing happened, man, I just started reaching out. And that's the power of networking, dude. That's the power of just having conversations with your community. So when I reached out to just throw in some things in the dark, I ended up landing a job with eating disorders, which gave me a whole lot um, different perspective and really just helped my counseling and the ability to connect with people. And so I did that for about two to three years. And that expanded opportunities to to jump into uh, becoming a sports dietitian and that Uh, you know, since, since day one, I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. And so that really gave me the opportunity to start uh, throwing out content and like, you know, there's, there's a message that people are resonating with, you know, what can I do with that? And so that's, that's been the process, man. So it's, (laughs) I've done a whole lot of everything, but um, like I said, you know, life happens and you just got to (laughs) adapt. Right. Absolutely. What was that journey like going
0: from kind of that, that clinical setting to what you're doing today with being an entrepreneur?
1: Dude, it's, uh, I'm thankful for it, man. You know, I, especially as registered dietitians, we, we get told a little bit of a lie of like, Hey, these are the job opportunities. You're going to have to work in clinical. And so a lot of the school, a lot of the training really hammers home clinical and food service. And there isn't a whole lot of entrepreneurship, man. And I think as I continually go down this path, I want to go back and just teach people about this process because, you know, especially as a registered dietitian, There's there's a whole lot of need for it, obviously, but there aren't enough internships and residencies for those uh those same students. And so, you know, what they look at is just straight GPA. What they look at is like, okay, you know, how'd you do in your undergrad versus like actually qualifying um qualified, you know, registered dietitians and students. You know, because at the end of the day, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a straight A student. If you if you can't connect with the client, that person's not going to make any progress. right? So yeah, man, it's, it's been a huge process of trying to just throw some things out there and see if it works. And, and I'm just super thankful for it, man. Cause I, I gotta be honest, Jared, I, I hate clinical. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you definitely have that entrepreneur
0: spirit for sure. Um, yeah. I, I had our, our, registered dietitian for our facility back in Albuquerque on the podcast, uh, earlier. And, uh, it, man, it was, it was cool to talk to her about the, the, the process of being a registered dietitian and how different it is than just being a nutritionist, um, What is it like for you having to kind of compete for the attention of like the general population who doesn't really understand the difference of what a nutritionist is compared to an actual registered dietitian? Like, how do you try to separate yourself from that or educate people on that?
1: Dude, you know, I I really, Jared, that's a good question, man, because I really at first struggled with it because, and this kind of goes back to like having an abundance and scarcity mindset. Um, there was a, and and again, people are going to have different, you know, takes on this, but this is mine. There was a time when I was like super in this like scarcity mindset of like, these people are taking my clients, like blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, and I, and I really was, was pissed off about it, to be honest, because as a registered dietitian, you go through a lot more schooling, you go through a lot more education. Um, you get, you know, put through the ringer, whereas some of these other uh, nutritionists or nutrition coaches might have a, a two day seminar or something like that, not to downplay their role, but at the same time, like if, if we're adding, if we're comparing apples to apples, it's completely different yet. At the same time, there's been a transformation for me because I don't even know what the numbers are in this world of like people who are on the earth. Like I don't have 7 billion. Um, if it's in the billions, like there's enough people for us to serve. And so I, I don't find myself trying to compete with uh nutrition coaches or nutritionists because I do have a message and my big thing is making sure that I can connect with with the person. So whether it's someone who's consuming my content or, or a client that I have or a prospective client I want to make sure first that they know that they're capable and second that there there are coaches like myself and you know especially like you um that want to help that want to see them be successful that want to push them to that limit of like hey uh, this is the way that you've been living your life in the past. And now it's time to actually start to navigate a life where you can begin to prioritize yourself because there's only one person to me that has my message and, and that's me. And so I don't really struggle awesome. with it too much. You know what I mean? I don't really struggle with it too much. You know, when someone asks, I'll I'll, I'll give them that education, uh, yet at the same time. And I, and I think, and this is kind of like goes back to the process of life in general, if you would have told me at, at 21, like, hey, does you're going to graduate, you're going to get deported from Canada, and you're going to have to figure it out for a couple of years, I would have been like, wait, what? <laughs> right. um, yet at the same time, dude, it, it it's provided me with with a uh, a really good strength of counseling, a really good strength of looking at emotional agility and connecting with people and, and overall connection, um, which I don't think a whole lot of people have. So I don't find myself trying to like tell someone like, this is why a registered dietitian is more qualified to help you versus a nutritionist. Um, at this point, man, it's just really connection and and helping even, I I got a lot of friends who are nutrition coaches now. Um, it's really just trying to uplift them because at the end of the day, there's enough people in this world for all of us to serve. Absolutely. That's, that's great. I think a lot of people are
0: going to get a lot of benefit from that. Um, even, even just, so going from that clinical setting to like what you're doing now, um, what were kind of your struggles with that? I mean, going for that, that's, that's a huge change, a huge jump, especially yeah, when there's not a lot of people in your industry that have kind of like set that blueprint ahead of time. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're actually very, one of the few like registered dietitians that I know that has the community and and do what you do. Um, but yeah. I'm sure there was some struggles along, along the way, you know,
1: dude, 100%, man. I, I think even now, like, uh, <laughs> and this is entrepreneurship, right? Uh, you know, right. I, I was, you know, cause coaches need coaches. So I have a coach myself and, you know, we had a, we had a coaching call the other day and I was like, Hey man, um, you know, we know that we picked a really hard demographic. So men, so I, you know, f- for those that, that don't know, and I'm sure it'll go in the show notes. So I, I got a really great fruitful, um, Facebook group right now. So it's called men of purpose nutrition. And I try to hammer this, this message home to men and helping them to prioritize themselves so they can prioritize their families and, and others. Um, you know, and, and I came to him and I'm like, hey, we've really hit this home for like nine months now. I'm getting a lot of questions from women They're like, hey, Des, when are you going to open up women of purpose? And so I've gotten that enough. And, and finally, it was just one of those things where I was like, you know what, like maybe I can start to begin to open up this message to parents because it, it's been really fruitful to have women reach out and be like, hey, I really love what you're saying. It gives me some insight into what my husband or my significant other is is feeling and thinking about. So I think that, Jared, in itself is just a good example of like being able to adapt and being able to to talk to the people that you're sending the message to, because when you look at the clinical realm, it's in the hospital, man. You're you're much more reactive rather than helping people to be proactive. And I think that's the biggest difference between what I'm doing now I'm not teaching reactivity. I'm teaching proactivity. How can you set yourself up for success today so that, you know, five, 10 years down the line, we're not having the conversation of, oh, Hey, you got to, you got to get a, (laughs) you're due for a heart surgery. You know, you, you, your, your arteries and and other organs are, are not working correctly. So yeah, here's the medication. So it's, in the hospital, in the clinical setting, you're much more reactive. Whereas now I get to be proactive, which I think that's probably just the biggest measure of success for me.
0: Man. Awesome. Um, so what, like, what have been your like biggest struggle with that, with spreading your message, going to, to be an entrepreneur, you know, man, I, and I think in, in this, I don't know, Because I mean, it, you're it, already it, showing that you are, you know, taking that next step to hire a coach. And that is extremely important. I, I, I am with you on that. Every coach should have a coach without yeah. a doubt. Um, I yeah. think it's incredibly helpful. Uh, but what is like some of those struggles that, that, you know, you, you dealt with early on, um, that could probably help people that
1: are listening to this podcast that man, I think about going off on their own. Yeah, dude. I, I think that's a great question. And, uh, and Jared, I'm, pr- I'm sure that you can resonate with this, man. It's, I think the biggest struggle is just the self. I, I gotta just be 100 with you. It's, it's, you know, I'm, always, always, always my biggest asset or my biggest liability. And, and a lot of that has to do with, with mindset. And so there, I, I think the biggest struggle for me continues to be, um, just making sure that I'm consistent and I'll, I'll send out the content and I'll, and I'll put myself out there and I'll tell my story in the same way that I'm doing now. And sometimes I'm like, man, I don't know if anyone's listening, but the more consistent that I am, the more that I'm like, you know, cause I, I'll wake up some days, Jared, I'm like, I'm not feeling this. But the thing that gets me up is that the the amount of times that I've hopped on the phone with with a with a fellow man of purpose or woman of purpose uh, that's struggling and to and to hear their struggle and to hear how much they've isolated themselves because of what they're doing, their health or 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 their goals um, gets me up in the morning and gets me to be consistent because there are times when I think just the biggest struggle is not knowing whether you're doing what you need to be doing. I have moments where I'm like, man, like (laughs) I'm the shit, like, I I love what I'm doing. Like I'm, I'm talented. And then other times where I'm like, oh my God, what did I sign up for? (laughs) Right.
0: Yeah. People don't understand what they get themselves into when they, you know, they go from an uh, eight, you know, eight hour day to a 14 hour day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They, they don't get it at all. They Um, they don't, man. They don't. What is your, like your intake process? Like, how does it differ, you know, from, you know, I know you deal with a lot of males. How does it differ from working with females or what is, what is it, uh, you know, what is your intake
1: process? Like I'm super curious. Yeah. So, so I'm really big on community, man. Um, you know, I, like I said, I have my Facebook group right now, men of purpose nutrition. And so that's a, that's a really great place where it's not only just my inner circle of clients that I have, but, but people that, um, I've actually vetted and, 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 I've had conversations with, you know, I don't let an, anyone and everyone in on the group, but I want to make sure that you understand that your role, it needs to be prioritized, you know, not only just in your family, but also in your workplace. And so that's primarily where I have a lot of my conversations. So people who are, are in that place with like, Hey, I, I really could use some nutrition coaching. I really could use uh, a community, you know, obviously I'll, I'll sit down with them we'll, we'll have what we call a strategy call where we'll, we'll build them a nutrition program from the ground up. And the thing that I'm really big on Jared is making sure that they're a great fit because there have been times where I'll hop on the phone with someone and, and they're just like, man, I don't really care about community. I don't really care about, uh, what food I'm eating. I can eat the same food every single day. I just want to see results. And the, the people that can't have that conversation about their why are, are the same people that are likely going to continue to struggle because. Um, when, when the why is strong enough, the how appears. That's, that's just always how it happens. And so like when, when someone is the right fit, um, I'll get them onboarded. You know, we have a, an app, um, not not quite like your athlete ready. Like I love your app. I love you posted that the other day. And I was like, man, that interface is dope. Oh, so that's yeah. something it's, I definitely awesome. want to get to. Um, but we use a productivity called, uh, tool called Slack. And so each and every channel, um, it's, it's just a, a different content piece. And so Um, I, I onboard them in the community, I introduce them and it's just, it's one of the things, Jared, that I really love. And, you know, it's the online nutrition community, but it's kind of like just having online gym partners like each and every day, whether it's your food logs or your sleep logs, um, you have deliverables and other people can be like, and the the thing that's really fruitful for me is when others start to teach one another. And that's the thing that's that's, that's so great about it. Right. And so, Um, you know, someone will turn in a sleep study that is just complete shit. And then I'll have some, one of our inner, you know, inner circle members, uh, one of their team members be like, Hey, like I'm seeing you're, you're going to bedtime, super inconsistent. What's going on with that. And like, they get to do the coaching and I'm just like sitting back, like, you know, just a, a proud parent, if you will. Yeah, <laughs> That's just absolutely. like, hell yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's that's primarily the the onboarding process. Obviously, there's there's a lot more, you know, when they get their first coaching call scheduled. Uh, but, yeah, man, I'm just really big on community and really big on helping them to understand that they, they no longer have to do this alone.
0: Yeah. No, I got to interject there for sure. And that's, it's, it is awesome to see, you know, people teaching other people. And I think that's the best way to learn is obviously teaching. Um, yeah. so that's pretty cool to see that for sure. And you, you know, you brought up the kind of people who come to you who are pretty close minded about, uh, you know, their nutrition or their, yeah. you know, behavior or whatnot. Um, what are the questions that you do ask them? Like if they come to you and you know, they're, they just want to do keto or they just want to to do, yeah. you know, be a vegan, what are those like? Yeah
1: questions that you do ask to try to find out their why. Yeah. (laughs) Man, because uh I I love it because it's it's job security for the both of us really. But uh dude, people are crazy. (laughs) (laughs) crazy. (laughs) You know it can be wild uh, for sure. Yeah, dude, it's wild, man. Uh so I mean I I like to ask further in questions. So if you're coming to me and you're telling me like, hey, like I really want to lose X amount of pounds that's great. I want to celebrate that with you. But what I try to do is I help them paint the picture of why this is important. You know, what are you going to do with that extra 15 pounds that you want to shed? Is it that you really want to gain the confidence to be able to, to go to your boss and and get that promotion? Is it that you haven't been intimate with your significant other because you're not confident about your body? So like, I, I try to ask those questions and the people that honestly don't make it past that call are the same people that are just totally guarded of like, no man, that doesn't apply. I just want to, I just want to, you know, I just want to shred. Right. And those are the same people that are likely just gone up and down the path of yo-yo dieting. So, um, you know, my wife is, is plant is vegetarian. So throughout the week I eat plant-based. So even with this game changers doc that came out and everyone's like, oh, oh my God, I'm going plant-based, <laughs> you know, oh, it's, it's edu- Yeah, exactly. It's educating them on like, okay, why? Because the, the documentary itself, it's, it's infotainment. It was great. Okay. There's a reason why everyone loved the movie Titanic or avatar. James Cameron is talented at what he does. But at the same time, like a lot of what they presented was totally limited research. And so it's like, okay, why do you want to do this? Why is this important to you? Okay, well, let's test this out for the next 14 days. And helping them to understand that this is a long-term process. If you want to go, in this case, more plant-based, 100%. Those that go plant-based more often than not are going to get a whole lot more antioxidants, a whole lot more variety in what they're doing. Yet at the same time, let's let's help you within your goals of how to do this so that you're not just jumping on the next whole 30 or keto for 30 days. Like dude, anyone can do anything for 30 days. Talk to me when you can do this sustainably for at least a year. Awesome.
0: Oh, awesome, dude. Yeah. Dude, I
1: could talk about this shit till days end, man, because it, it drives me up the wall when someone's like, you know, even with the new year that just approached, like, you know, everyone's kind of doing this 30 day January thing and then all of a sudden, you don't see them. It's like, hey, <laughs> this, this isn't what new lifestyle changes look like. Can we talk, please?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely, man. So what what would you say, like, for someone who has no idea, like, kind of where to start or, you know, they just, they come to you, they, they don't know what they want to do. They don't even know kind of like their why or purpose. What are some, like, overall strategies that you can give, that you would give somebody that just comes to you and says, hey, you know, I want to... You know, I want to lose weight. Um, I want to yeah. feel better. Uh, I don't know which direction to go to. What are some things that they could immediately like add into their their you know nutrition or their yeah. sleep or the, what are some like non-negotiables that they would probably at least be on a better path if you were to give them nuggets like right now?
1: Yeah, dude. I I would honestly say that y- you have to start small. Y- you have to. At, from a coaching perspective, especially nutrition coaching, you know, I always try to walk them through like, hey. During our first call, it might seem super simple, but if I give you one thing to accomplish this week, the retention rate or the rate at which you will you will be successful with this is 80%. If I give you two things, it's going to drop down to 30. If I give you three things, it's 10%, which explains why a lot of people have a whole lot of paralysis through over-analysis. It's just something that happens. So When I look at tangible things to help them, it's just really establishing like, hey, this is what a balanced plate looks like. You know, I, I and I preach this all the time on a lot of my socials where it's like, "Hey, your plate should be composed of these four things, you know, protein, carbs, fat, and color." You know, half of your plate, depending on where your goals are at, should contain some type of color whether it's through fruits and vegetables. And I literally Jared have them start off with like, "Hey, what's the easiest meal for you to complete?" For most people, it's breakfast, for others it might be dinner, but it's like, "Okay, now Let's, let's have you show this plate. Let's have you balance your plate at least three times this week for dinner. And oftentimes we're like, is that it? Like, yeah, that's it. Because if I can help you to do that the first week, then we can expand that to the next meal, the second week, the third week, your third meal. And before you know within 30 days, you're giving me a full day's worth of balanced plates, and then we can start navigating, okay, so if you want to lose weight, here's how you would execute a calorie deficit. If you want to gain weight, if you want to gain muscle, this is how we execute a calorie surplus. If your emphasis is on sports nutrition, okay, here's the timing of carb timing. This is how you're going to use protein and fats. You don't need to, to suck down a, you know, a protein shake before you work out. You're just limiting the, the body's ability to, to gain the carbs that it needs in order to fuel this workout. So it's, it's things like that, man, it's just really starting small and just helping them expand from there. Even with you being
0: an entrepreneur, I, dude, I, I see all the content you post. Like, oh, this is just awesome stuff. I think a lot of people are going to get, it, you know, a lot from this. Um, you give so much to people, and you know, being an entrepreneur and spending so much time with other people. How do you try to, like, you know, as an entrepreneur, how do you balance your, you know, your family life with being <laughs> as busy as you are? Because I know it takes a toll. Um, yeah. it takes a toll on everybody, you know, giving yeah. so much to so many people yet, you know, we don't give as much to our families as much as we always want to. Um, how have you been able to balance that? Do you even believe in dude, a work life balance?
1: Yeah, dude, what, what oh, is God, that? that's a great, that's a great question. Um, I, I think first things first, Jared, if I'm being perfectly transparent, I don't, I don't do this perfectly. Um, I will say that the, the advantages of, getting to create my schedule allows me to be a, a better husband and a better father. I mean, some examples of those, like, you know, my, my little four year old, she loves swimming. So we have her in this like swim class. Uh, cause my, my wife's family, they're, they're a bunch of swimmers. So they love that stuff. So, I mean, I, I just think when you have a, a loving and, and, um, connective based intention with the way that you operate within family and work life balance, Big things can happen. You know, I, I took some time off the other day of just being able to be like, hey, I got done early. There's, you know, you know, as, as an entrepreneur, like your list is never ending. There's not even there's never a day where you're like, oh, I'm content. Like I have this to do. Um, you know, I, I took the time of just being able to be present and, and taking her to that swim class uh, on top of just moments here and there of making sure that my intention is pure, where it's like, let me put my phone down. Let me be with my family. And, and also Jared, and I think, and this goes back to those who have significant others or who are married or who have families, it, it's having open conversations about, Hey, like almost an audit, like, how am I doing? You know, my wife and I had a really great conversation last night and she was like, you know, I, I think that I would really love for you by five 30 to, to check out like phone in the office. Like just, I just need you. Um, and having those open lines of, of communication is huge because To me, I thought that having family breakfast each morning was enough. But, you know, when you have these open conversations about like, hey, like literally like asking my wife, Callie, like, hey, how am I doing? And having her give me some direction about like, actually, I would prefer if you did this allows me to be more flexible and like, okay, well, if I know that I have daily deliverables or things that I need to push forward, you know, how can I get this done and also just helping her to understand, like, hey, this sounds great. Can you give me at least two weeks to try to create the schedule? And I think just having an open line of communication, like healthy communication with your significant other is huge because that's where you get opportunity to strategize. Right.
0: That's no, that's great. I mean, I, you know, my wife and I, we we try to find that balance as well. And it's interesting because, you know, a lot of our, our, you know, they call it deep work is, is all sporadic all throughout the day. You know, like sometimes like at night is when I get my best work done. Sometimes early in the morning is when I get my best work done and, you know, sometimes vice versa for her. So I think just even having those conversations, like you said, um, you know, strategizing and planning, planning that out. I think that's huge.
1: Yeah. Cause, and and the other thing that goes with this too, is you're not going to do it perfectly, but if you're not having the conversations and you're just assuming, I mean, (laughs) That's how that's how trouble happens. It's that's always how it happens. Yeah, without a doubt,
0: man. This is a an awesome conversation. People are going to get some value from this, without
1: a doubt. Dude, one hundred percent, man. We got to continue having these, man. We yeah, no, we round will. Three on on my podcast. Around four, around five, around six, dude. Because no, this is. Yeah, I, I said man. this to you the first time we linked up, man. It's uh it feels really good um, to come from the communities that we did and, and to see someone like yourself do extremely well, dude. Like, again, I'm, I feel incredibly grateful to, to continue our friendship and to jump on a project that you and I talked about the first time that we did. And then all of a sudden we both have podcasts. So dude, I'm, I'm proud of, I'm proud of both of us, man.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad uh, Judith brought us together on Facebook.
1: Yeah. And I, did you never know right there. that's,
0: that's yeah. crazy. Small world. Small Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. So for the listeners, man, how can they get a hold of you? How can they find what you do? What's the best way to reach you?
1: One hundred percent, man. Yeah. So um, I, I put out content daily. Uh, the, the things, the, the places that I'm most active on is uh, on Instagram. You can find me at Fit Dad's Coach. Uh, obviously, Desi Abeda on Facebook, and then our Facebook group, Men of Purpose Nutrition it's subject to change at this point. I got to go through some things, uh, before I change it. Um, cause that's, that's the, that's the adaptive process of entrepreneurship. Right. Uh, but those are the big places. And then we also just dropped a podcast, uh, the, uh, men of purpose pod men of purpose podcast, uh, with, uh, a fellow male dietitian and, and really good friend, uh, my, my boy, Matt Frakes. So yeah, man, it's, uh, we're doing some big things. We'd love to have you guys
0: yeah absolutely man well thank you so much des i appreciate you man we'll be in touch we'll get we'll get on definitely a few more episodes man round three round four round five you're <laughs> all right brother have a good day appreciate your you time too, man absolutely Hey everyone, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it and subscribe to the podcast. We will continue to share the stories of coaches and trainers around the world as well as other entrepreneurs that our industry can learn from to make ours better. Thank you so much for the support. See you next time.